significant Wednesday. I think it used to be called Big Wednesday. My friend Eric and I, uh, he invited me to this, gosh, years ago, back before 2010, probably like 2008. Him and I share some of our favorite restaurants that we've been to, memories from what is now Significant Wednesday, and how it's evolved over the years. This is going to be one of my favorite episodes yet. All coming up, out of the hat. Hello, Peter. How was golf? Oh, golf was tremendous, buddy. I'll warn you, we're already recording. This this is how I do the podcast. I know you listen each time, so you already know that. If Every you, single time. If you uh, really want me to not record it, I, I could do you that favor, but I like to just hit the listener, and in this case, you know, you being the one true listener, right out of the gate and... Boom, we're going. Um, Golf was fine. As I sit down and look at my hand, I have two blisters, and this always happens. Of course, it's on the hand that I wore the glove, even. I just, I have, you know, for the ladies out there to know this, I have very sensitive hands. It appears it appears that the maybe the quality of golf glove that you purchased yes. probably may not have been, like, the highest technological glove on the market. Well... You know, it's fair of you to say that, as I did purchase this one at a Walmart. I wasn't going to say it, but since you said it, you just said it. But at the same time, I've been golfing since I was about five, and I've never found a golf glove that right out of the gate was perfect for me. Like, usually I do have to blister my hands a couple times, and then they'll be solid, and then this issue will go away. But at times I even have to wear Band-Aids, because my hands, they're, they're just, you know, precious gifts. But you're tough, and I know that you're gonna you're gonna be able to play through and not miss any employment and just like live life to the fullest, even with those blisters. There, I'm not worried about there you. There are some who might take a day off for a blister. I'm not one of them. I'm gonna play right. Yeah, through. we're not we're we're not gonna name names on this podcast, Joseph. But there are some. Yes, Larry Gatos. <laughs> uh, are you uh, ready to talk about Significant Wednesday? The oral history of Significant Wednesday. Sure, I, I you may have to jog my memory as much as I'll have to jog yours. That's but, um, perfect. That's is, that's exactly what topic, I want, dude. This, this is, is a topic that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Oh my goodness, I've been taking a few notes on it, and here's what I figure we do. I think we we go through the beginnings. I think we share our thoughts on some of the favorite places we've eaten over the years. And then maybe if you have a favorite memory or two that stands out to you from Significant Wednesday, and and we'll we'll try to keep the uh, names of the innocent out of uh, our stories. Um, you know what? But if one or two slip in there, so be it. Uh, they're not so innocent at the end of the day. Um, really, who is? <laughs> but um, I, I've I've thought up a couple gems. I'm uh, I'm not sure what you're going to think of, but uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be priceless and amazing, Peter. And yes, I did introduce you. I, I always do a intro. Usually, I record it after 
uh, I, I recorded it before in this case, and I believe I did properly introduce you as Eric there, but I, I do have a, a <laughs> I don't even know what you want to call it. It's not a habit. I, I like to call you Peter. And uh, That's fine. That's some, fine. Just sometime, make sure, just sometimes make sure Clark. You, you, being a, you being an experienced radio personality, just make sure you reset the guest name every two to three minutes because that's how we get big PPM numbers. So, uh, Well, true. Very true. But podcast, you don't have to reset at all. So uh, once I get that click, I don't care if you listen, uh, you know, to 30 seconds or the whole hour. It matters oh, not true. to me. Yep. That, it, it is all about the click, right? So. I, I would like to do you the honor, though, of feel free to introduce yourself and and let the listener know some outstanding things about you. What do you what do you want people to know about you? Uh, my name is Eric Sorensen, so um, thank you for having me on this podcast. Oh, my goodness. Don't uh, say thank you. You're doing me what? the pleasure. I've known Joe since 2008, I believe. Does that makes correct. sense? 2008, so we're celebrating 12 years of uh, friendship, which is, which is good. That's a, that's, a good. that's a good run for any friendship. Um, I used to work at KTAR back in the day. Since then, I have ventured off and I work at another sports entity here in the Valley. You're a vice president. And, don't, don't uh, short sell it. I'm not going, we're not going to go through that. And, <laughs> it's true. Um, I, I don't I, lie. I really like sports and reality TV. So that's probably the reason why you and I get, get along so well. Oh, so true. I do love those things as well. Um, so feel free to call me Lloyd, Boom Boom, whatever. When I had Rob Hunter on, he called me uh, Lloyd Banks quite a bit. I don't care what you call me. The listener can figure it out and play along. I'm I'm Joe. Okay, Peter. I'm, I'm Lloyd. I'm Peter, you call me Peter as well. Uh, sometimes we mix in a Clark. This is just you and I having a fun chat. And if if seven or eight dopes click on it, that's good for them. But as right, I so here, let me interrupt you. All right, go so, for it. Let's go. Let's first go through the history and background of Peter. Okay, because yes. not only do you call me Peter, I call you Peter. Yes. You also call Larry Gatos Peter. Yes. Larry Gatos calls you Peter. Yes. And I don't know if there's other people in our circle that get referenced as Peter. Those are most of the Peters. Sometimes they'll sprinkle in a Clark or a Chi-Chi, but it's usually Peter. All right. So back in back in the olden days, when I worked at KTAR. We, uh, we being me, used to tiptoe out, oh, from time to time during a long Dimeback baseball game to go down to um, one of the local eateries and meet some of my friends who worked actual nine-to-five shifts. And we used to play Golden Key. It's the golf video game. It used to be very popular. You still see them from time to time. Nice shot, the, Peter. Yeah, that's, that, that's where I'm headed. Peter Jacobson, former PGA player, was the voice of Golden Tee. And I, I don't know if he still is. He probably is. I would assume he is. And so you would hear Peter's name referenced, like Peter would say something, and then whoever was doing the play-by-play would say something like, it sure is Peter, or you're exactly right, Peter. And somehow it just stuck. So I was calling some of my old high school friends Peter, and then one day, I believe, on accident, I called you, Peter. And then you asked me why I called you, Peter. And then I told you the story. Then you liked it. And so then you started calling Gatos, Peter. Yeah. The great thing is Gatos has no idea 
how the story ever came about, nor would he probably even be able to comprehend it. True. But so that's the reason why we call each other Peter. It came from the Golden Tee Golf Game probably 10 to 13 years ago. It's perfect. Um, so the start of Significant Wednesday, I want to say started in around 2009. You and I definitely did not go out and eat in those first few months. I thought that you didn't really like me at work. But what I learned was that you and I are just very similar in how we work in that you'd get to work, throw your headphones on. I'd get to work, throw my headphones on. Whoever got there first would be doing their thing. Whoever got there second, usually we'd we'd give a little uh, nod or a little wave, say what's up, and then we'd dive back into our work. There were some other people who would come into work and kick doors or punch doors who you know, would would engage in some clownish behavior. But but yeah. you and I were very workways about how we would do things. And my best recollection is we were definitely in our old building. We and, were because our desks faced one another. Yep. And, that is how I first met you and actually started talking to you. And I don't know if you said this to me in person. I, I'm guessing it had to be a text because all I remember was you texted me something and said, do you want to go to family night? And I sat there and was like, we're not family. What the hell is this? Like, mm, how's true. this, how's this going to work? And you were like, no, it's just called family night. It's basically like a happy hour where we go and eat food at this place called Valle Luna. And yep. I, I don't know how many Wednesdays you had engaged in this behavior with your ex-girlfriend and who knows who else, but I became a part of it, and you and I are still doing it to this day in 2020. I'm pretty sure you're an OG. I believe uh, I believe the concept, you were a part of the initial concept. I'm going to test your memory now. Mm. It was not always named Significant Wednesday. Oh, I dropped this in the name. intro. It was Big Wednesday. It was Big Wednesday. Yes. And, I... then, when, and then when that relationship of mine ended, <laughs> the person who this. helped name and found Big Wednesday? Correct. <laughs> she was eliminated from the equation, so we had to rename it. I, I it believe be, you, insisted it we re, you insisted we rename it. And I <laughs> I just played along because I I really didn't, right. didn't care what we named it, but I was all too happy to play one of your little demented parlor games. And yes, then was it immediately after that it became Significant Wednesday or did it have another name in there as well? I don't think so. I just think it transitioned to Significant Wednesday. So, But just again, the background is Every Wednesday night was family night at Valley Luna, where I think the combo entrees back in those days were like six ninety nine a piece. Quattro you could get shrimp fajitas. Give me quattro with chicken and green sauce. That's what I'd always do, and then I would proudly put ketchup on my burrito. And you would, you would be disgusted. I would. I'd clown on you. And then I, I believe sh- like fajitas were like ten ninety nine. And now I'm sure those fajitas are like sixteen ninety nine, and the combo Wednesday meals are probably at like twelve ninety nine. But that's how that's how it all started. It started at Valley Luna, um, and it was family night. And it, it's been the great part about all this, Lloyd, is we've had. I we should do like a wall of fame with all the different people that oh, have attended. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! I mean, significant Wednesday. I, I thought about this, and 
So there was, it was your ex, you and I were like the three OGs. And I don't know who was next after that. There were definitely some Gatos appearances. Yep. Um, and then the the other member of the show Gatos used to do occasionally would make a celebrity cameo. He would, yes. And then the other two, I will not give them the honor of being known as OGs, but Vince Murata, and, and we'll refer to him as Lucas Jerome, though his yep. real last name is Lipinski, um, they would prominently play roles throughout. And then my ex-girlfriend Mars made a lot of cameos over the years. She did. She did. Um, your ex-wife played a role in Significant Wednesday. We did not rename it after uh, she got cut out of the equation. <laughs> Though, really, we could rename it again. Now it could be Pandemic Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I I. I still like Significant Wednesday. Okay. So, okay. And especially during the pandemic and COVID, yeah. it's, it might be even more significant mm. for us to have Wednesday dinners, well, although now we are we are using a residence to eat <laughs> and not an actual dine-in facility. But We'll, we'll, um, we'll get into our, our hijinks and hilarity. Um, are, am I missing out? I mean, there were some other one-offs. I know Adam Green, who listens to this podcast, made a one-time appearance. Um, he did, yeah. Were there any others who made appearances who I'm forgetting? Uh, Jordan Bird. Oh, Jordan made, Bird, made, of course. Made appearances. Yes. Um, there was a friend of your ex who made a couple appearances. Yes, yeah. I honestly can't even remember her name, but I had a crush on her. Um, I'm it was sure like, it was like Robin it, or something like that. That would be boring if we just sat here and tried to think of names of people we don't talk to anymore. But. Yeah, correct. Um, any others? Um, no, but I mean, like, the great thing is occasionally... We have run into people at Significant Wednesday that weren't even like a part of Significant Wednesday, such as like whom? Bob, Mc, Bob, like Bob McClay. I don't even remember like that. Uh, we we would go to we, we would go to Fajitas. Okay, Fajitas, which is no longer around yep, due to COVID. They're, they're done. And you know, once in a while, we'd see people in, kind of in the circle that weren't necessarily in the circle, so to speak. Uh -huh. So. It's, you know, there, there are many branches on the Significant Wednesday tree. <laughs> so true. How did we transition from Valle Luna to other establishments? Was that me complaining or your ex complaining? Because I really doubt that you would have been the one to say, let's branch out and try some other places. Yeah, I will carry the torch for Valle Luna. I, uh, hey, I always look, have. I probably always will. I don't mind going, uh, but I like that we have branched out over the years. It was probably it was probably just time, you know. Like after a while, like everyone loves Disneyland, but I don't think I'd love to go to Disneyland every single Wednesday. I like you know to mix in Knott's Berry Farm or Sea World or something like that. So Sea World, I love Sea World. Shamu, my I. good friend. As do I. Uh, We've lost. I mean, COVID has taken flows, which was a significant Wednesday semi-regular. Done. It's taken fajitas, which done. is not not often, but we, once in a while. Some other local eateries no longer around. Yeah. 
due to uh, due to COVID. I know the Fuddruckers over off the I-17, they're not closed, but they... They should be. They are, they're closed. They you should, know what I'm saying? They so. should be banned. That place is dirty. I'm just not reacting to that, so I'm that, just going to let you take on. That's fine. You know that place is dirty. Um, there's been a number of establishments. And look, I've ate, ate at that Fuddruckers. It's, it's a shady hangout. The food is great. The, the, the area of town is in eh. um, One of my favorite places to pick up food, uh, Bamboo China, uh, if they're not done, they, they have been on pause for a long time now, since March because of everything going on with the pandemic. Um, there's been a lot of restaurants that have gotten the, the pandemic kick here. One thing I'd love to get your take on yes. is the is the rise, like I mentioned with Valley Luna, in, in prices. Like, do you remember when we used to go to cold beer and cheeseburgers? It was like it was, $10. You could probably get out of there with a drink and tip for probably 15 bucks 15 bucks yes 14 to 15 dollars now it's probably like 22 exactly now it's probably going to cost you i mean if you if you get like an if you really really bump up your game you're gonna pay 25 dollars to sit down and have burger non-alcoholic beverage half onion rings half tots I remember I got into a tiff with your ex-spouse one night about it where I told her, I was like, it's it's a fine burger, but I just had to pay $22 for a burger. I didn't even get a drink, and I didn't feel it was that good. I mean, I've went once during the pandemic, and I enjoy CB and CB, yeah, but, yeah. but for $22, no drink— that burger should be amazing, and it's not. Agree. Um, Agree. And and other other significant Wednesday, I won't say staples. Yes. But places that we ventured to. Oh, we certainly get could, clowned on for some of them, and the fact that oh, we cool. we we certainly eat on the cheap now. Um, yeah, we're not elitist when it comes to eating. We're not. <laughs> there, there's times where we'll use a coupon. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it at all. Yeah. But if you if, if some of those places where you are spending, you know, twenty to twenty two dollars, I like to have at least one more meal or possibly two more meals if I play my cards right. And, you know, old Joe would say that would never happen because old Joe was a one hundred percent human trash compactor, and I could eat all of my meal. And parts of other people's who would, you know, tap out and give up on their meal. But New Joe, I mean, when I went to Olive Garden this past week, I actually had a second meal. Um, and and I'm, I'm slimming. I'm not half the man I used to be. I'm going to agree with you that you are definitely a slim down boom boom. I still however, boom, but I don't boom boom anymore. However, yes. I did see you oh. consume two burritos the size of my face within the last three weeks in one sitting. Yes, so I did. You can, you, can, you can kind of live on both sides of the street, but oh, I'm yeah. going to call you out on it. Oh, no, it's it's very true. I mean, Wednesday is now my cheat meal. So when you see me, my eating habits are at their worst. Because okay. uh, just before, 
you and I recorded this today, and I think I'm going to drop it on Wednesday, as would only be fitting. Um, but as we record this on the 19th of July, Sunday, um, my my breakfast today consisted of a broccoli, cheese, and uh, turkey bacon, uh, white uh, egg white burrito, uh, not burrito, uh, egg white omelet that I made at home. Yeah, it sounds it sounds horrible. Like nothing Thank that you. Sound, that just sound, does not even sound halfway appetizing. Thank to me, you. But continue. It was delicious. Uh, and I just had lunch, which was a open faced. Um, it was a slice of turkey, a slice of cheese, and a little bit of mustard on one piece of bread, and then I had a Cliff Bar and a banana. Yeah, it's, you're you're really sh- shedding uh, not just the pounds, but the caloric intake per day. I have also you're, prob- you're you're probably at about 300 calories at four o'clock in the afternoon when we record this. Oh, I'm more than that. I'm probably up around seven or eight hundred. Keep, keep in mind that that breakfast uh, omelet, the way I make it, it's probably three or four hundred as well. But okay, um, it's still really good. I went on my walk already today. I got my seven and a half miles in and almost died and had to call my loser roommate. Um, he uh, he said he would have come and picked me up, but I was like four miles in, and oh my goodness! Like I wasn't seeing spots or anything, but it's hot out today. My it's hot. My goodness! So and you also you also don't choose the most opportune times to go on walks. What's wrong with walking like, at ten o'clock in the morning? If you would have started around the time the sun comes up, that is the quote unquote coolest part of the day. When the sun comes up. The That's sun, accurate. yes. The sun is up at five thirty. Yes, it is. This yes, sun is. is not up at five thirty. I know you're not the earliest of risers, but what you will probably like to know, yes, is while you're while you're working off those Z's, yeah. The early mornings the past few days have not only been manageable, low eighties, yeah. They it's been cloudy. So you have some cloud cover. Hmm. So you're not like just walking out of your front door and immediately roasting under the morning sun. Well, good for you for going on your, you know, 5 a.m. hike. You're uh, a much earlier riser, and I burn the midnight oil, and uh, I pay for it when I go on my walk and almost die. I I hike at dawn once a week. Yes. So let's not let's not give me too much credit. I don't get out of bed every single morning. I'm going to give 4, you your, your Boy Scout hiking badge. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, no doubt. You're doing way better than me in that department. Um, let's get back on topic here. Our favorite significant Wednesday restaurants. I have. Oh, you know what mine is. No, I have a a top. Four. I was probably okay. working on a top five, and I came up with too many for three. Actually, I mean, is yours Luna? Uh, it's the it's 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 the original. Nothing beats the original. So that's fair. Um, here are mine, and All right. and you're definitely gonna poo poo two of them. <laughs> let's let's see if we're in lockstep at least on a couple of these. Okay, Chompies. Yes, I know that you will enjoy Chompies. That's on there. Oregano's I have on there. Yes. Yes. Now, Good call. two more that I put on here. One, I believe I had to weasel in on a significant birthday Wednesday for myself because you were so against it, of Dilly's Deli. 
It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. I I love it. It's it's delicious. It's, um, it's fine. I, I could throw a fifth in there. I'm, I'll say um, Chipotle, which has been a, a carryout uh, pandemic Wednesday, which I think you'll probably say is less than fine. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I was born and raised in Phoenix, so yeah. I eat real Mexican food, yeah. but continue. Uh, but your lovely ex-wife did convince you that the quesadilla was edible from there. It's okay, but it's fine. <laughs> and then the fifth, which I'll throw in there, your friend and mine, Anthony DeFalco, DeFalco's Deli. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think uh, I think Flo's was a great option for us. Flo's was because good. Because back in the day, in the, in the early to mid stages of Significant Wednesday, yes. they had the bang and happy hour. It was so I good. mean, you and I used to go and get one bill and it was like $34 and we had like six or seven appetizers. No lie. And there it was, was so cheap. a lot of leftover food. Yep. Um, so true. I mean, there were restaurants. I was trying to think of all the restaurants we've been to. Um, so many. We went to that. It was that. It was called like Nat's Peak or something. It was near a gas station. I don't remember even what it was called, but um, I remember we went there. Do you remember what I'm... Tom's Thumb, that's what it was. Yeah, that's still around. Yeah, we went there. Didn't we go to the Elephant Bar a few times? We did go to the Elephant Bar a couple times. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been to like... Oh, my God. I remember... We've been to Red Lobster. We've yep. been to Olive Garden. Yep. We've... So many different places. I remember one time you made a face. We went to North. North is good. Yep. I, North is good. Yep. Um, we we went to, uh, we've been to Yard House several times. True. Wednesday. Yeah. So. Um, also, a, a I would say this is probably the second most frequented place by us, Upper Crust Pizza. Love it. So, so under the radar. That's probably the second most frequented place by us, right? Uh, it's way up there. After and we've, I mean, we've been to Yard House several times. Oh, I think um, we've been to UCP way more. Probably. Oh. Probably. Okay. I, so- know, a, I know a couple times you tried to, like, recruit <laughs> us to go, like, somewhere way out in the West Valley and that got poo-pooed and so you had to change the date. Well, yeah, because, you know, my lovely ex, she lives in Youngtown, a.k.a. Old Town. But not Scottsdale. No, no. Actually, it's called Youngtown. Um, And, you know... I I sympathized with her that, you know, it would suck to have to drive, you know, probably 30 to 45 minutes all this way and then all the way back every single week. So I, I would try to get us to shift west, and UCP was about as far west. I think you're a flat earther, and you believe the world ends after UCP. I don't want to be insensitive, but that sounds like a her problem, not a me or you problem. I mean, I— we, we're all in the same neighborhood. All the cool kids live in the same neighborhood. Like, oh. why is she not doing the same thing? Well, come on. She's my girlfriend. She thinks the west side is the best side. And if I wanted to stay in her good graces, I had to, uh, I had to, you know, play on her team once in a while. Uh, and, and we and we did that from time to time because you know me, have coupon will travel. So I believe we did have like a bogo or something on the west side, and so yeah, we made the trek over there. And you're always so gracious to drive. 
Oh, when yeah. When we do have to go out of our little Buddy, comfort area for Significant Wednesday. So. We should expand this even more. I wasn't even thinking appropriately. You and I love a good road trip once in a while. There are some tremendous Vegas establishments that we've been to, though probably not on a lot of Wednesdays. Um, but, yeah, I'm always down to drive, and I'll drive on a road trip. I'll, I'll drive wherever, and we'll get some delicious food wherever we go. Here's the problem. Yes. Okay? I think with my job, I could well, you're sneak a vice, away. Well, you're a vice president. Be fair. I could sneak away on a Wednesday. That's right smack dab in the middle of your work week. So it'd be a middle little management bit, obligations. It'd be a little bit more difficult, but it would be fun just to wake up, you know, like not early because Boom Boom doesn't do early, but like, you know, mid morning ish, late morning and just drive to Vegas on a Wednesday, eat dinner and then just drive back to Phoenix. Well, that's a little insane. Why? Why would we not just stay there? No, you've done back-and-forth trips to Vegas in one day. One, yourself, one time when I screwed up and left my medication. <laughs> I'm just saying it's been done before. <laughs> Let me saying. tell you, I was so PO'd that night, drove you all the way up there, and then had to drive home. I did not drive back the same night, but I basically Thankfully. just crashed in my bed and then turned right back around and came right back the next day. Yeah, well, Boom Boom's, Boom Boom's health is number one concern, even if that means a turnaround trip to Vegas. Hey, those, you know, those holes at, you know, Walgreens didn't didn't have my my precious Crohn's drugs. So, you know, had to Ridiculous. had to travel. Now I keep backup drugs in my car. So I'm smart. a little more prepared. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah, I mean, they probably have all of the uh, value of them bake out in the Arizona sun. But, you know, at least I'm trying. Would you ever consider, I think I know the answer to this, but would you ever consider shifting Significant Wednesday to another day of the week? That's lunacy. I can't believe you uh, even suggested that. It just... I, I, think, I think it works so well because it's like the benchmark of my week. Yeah, I mean... That sort of, tell, that sort of tells you about my social life during COVID when, like, I wake up on Wednesdays, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I will have human interaction tonight. Yeah, I get That's to see good. Lloyd. <laughs> um, now, to be fair, you have way more human interaction right now than I do. I go home to a stoner, and, I mean, yes, I see my work colleagues several times during the week, but you have friends where you go over and you'll hang in the pool or, you know, you'll see some other people. And, you know, we won't get into your, you know, dating exploits, but you're known to uh, set up a lovely app date and go out and see a young lady or two. I don't have any every of that going every, on. Every, every now and again. Every now and again. But see, you, although you do have a roommate who you use adjectives about, at least you have human roommate i have two rescue dogs so, so i talk to them a lot but they're not real good communicators back to me i relayed this story on the previous podcast but since i can't count on you to click the button and listen to the end i will update you and who knows you know the listener may just be so wowed by this significant wednesday episode that they'll only listen to this one as well quick sidebar on my roommate that you'll get a chuckle out of okay i wake up this morning and He's got his former lady friend over, and I don't know if they're reconciling or what the heck he's doing. Um, but I, I just got in from my walk where I almost died, and she comes over, 
and I ask him, roommate, where is the knife? We have these two very sharp, like, steak knives that we keep in my house that, of course, I've purchased both. And he right. used them to cut up apples. And I ask him, Hark, roommate, where is the knife that you use every morning to cut up your apples? And his response is, I cut up my apple with it. It is in there. He's like, it's not in there. And he gets up and he looks in the drawer again. Shockingly, it's not there. And then he always thinks that I hide it to play a game on him, which I've never once done, <laughs> though I would do. Um, and he blamed me of hiding it once again, which I did not. And he starts just going through all the drawers. And I really don't care so much like about the knife other than like if he's he's an idiot and sometimes he'll get on like Twitter or email and he won't pay attention. And like, if he set this thing down on the ground, the last thing I want to do is step on a knife or have my poor cat lick the knife or step on the knife herself. And, and she's not a moron, but she's also, you know, not the brightest creature too, where, you know, she doesn't know the thing sharp. Um, so, He looks in the garbage and he says it's not there. Like he pulled items out of the garbage and said it was not in the garbage. (laughs) And like he's looking around and then since he's a moron, he's trying to do this thing where he's trying to get two screens for his computer and he couldn't figure it out. That took him over three hours. And when I left, he still hadn't gotten it. Um, His ex like again gets up and she starts going through the trash like a nice person. And she says... The knife's right here in the garbage. Mm. So not only did he look and not find it, she did find it in there, and he threw out the knife in the garbage. Yeah, uh, you, you know. I mean, you know him. He's, he's an idiot. I'm not often at a loss for words, but I'm just going to let this moment pass. So, so your favorite significant Wednesday establishments, what, what have we left out? I don't think, honestly, I don't think we left any out. The, the, the Dirty Bird, Red Robin. Yeah, the Dirty Bird. The Dirty Bird has, but we have not been there much recently well, at all. I, I question their pandemic procedures, but we could certainly go and, and get our food and, and you know, bail. But <laughs> based true. on the experience we usually have when we eat there and the fact that we repeatedly have to ask for things several times— I highly question their their practices. I would love to find others to add to the rotation. Other restaurants or people? Yeah. No, other other restaurants. So, other restaurants. And I don't think I don't think you and I will be doing any in in room dining for the remainder of twenty twenty on Significant Wednesday, do you? Probably not. Especially seeing as everything I read in here is that the pandemic's going to get bad in the fall again, as if it's not bad enough now. Hmm. They say the second Hmm. wave could hit, and when I hear the fall, I think like October, November. So we should explain, this all started at Valle Luna, then we branched out, Upper Crust Pizza, Red Lobster, several other restaurants in and around the Valley. And once the pandemic hit, you and I decided, well, we'll just eat either at your house or my house. We ate a couple times at my house, um, and then I don't know if my roommate pissed you off or you're just a homebody and you decided you'd rather eat at your place. Whatever the case may be, we eat at your house every week now, which is great because I get to yeah. get away from my roommate who has essentially done nothing 
the last two months and proudly just sits at home like an idiot and tries to brag to me about what a great person he is and how much he does every day. Yeah, I like I like the home games for Significant Wednesday. Um, so I like I like the comfort of my house. Yes. Um I think I think my house in terms of just TV watching is a little bit more It's easier. conducive than your house. Fair. Um I I I wish that we could do some in in-room dining because it would be fun. I was just thinking, you know, we could always do like an in-state Significant Wednesday. And instead of making like the four and a half, five hour drive to Vegas, we uh-huh. could go to like Prescott or we could go down to like Casa Grande or find a place to eat. Then we're really stretching the borders of Significant Wednesday. I'm still going to tell you that like with my illness, I am very skeptical on eating in a restaurant. I respect yeah. that, that you are not and and you're free to do whatever you want. But with me, maybe if we found a nice biohazard suit and we put me inside of that, and I only took off the headgear to eat, perhaps. But um, I would totally look like an idiot. I wouldn't care. I would. I would go and do it. But uh, no, I'm. I. I really don't want COVID. <laughs> I'm perfectly oh, happy enough. to uh, to eat at your place and and not deal with it. Um, but but our crew has has evolved. There was. Uh, your lovely ex, yourself and myself, was the original gangster trio. And then, you know, our high water mark was we pretty routinely had your ex-spouse, my ex-girlfriend, and either Lucas Jerome or Vince, sometimes both. That yep. was a pretty regular crew. And then we would sprinkle in Bird in there. Like, we routinely had four or five people. And now Gatos has made a couple appearances oh, to oh, no, Wednesday. No doubt. And now we're just back down at the two of us, which really yeah. is, you know, the two best. Of course, yeah. I mean So do you yeah. do you have any memories that in particular stand out to you? Because I have two that that just make me chuckle every time. One is a very short story. And one is Where is this where is this podcast hosted? Um it's hosted entirely on my own through Anchor, and then it shows okay. up on Apple or Spotify. Okay. Gotcha. Are, are you concerned that the, it was run through my employer? The most vivid memory that I have from Significant Wednesday yes. was a moment where really no words were spoken, Yes. yet communication happened very clearly. Okay. Go on. I don't know where you're going yet. Oh, you do. You do. I I, I don't know it that I was, do yet. This was October of 2011. It, oh, is this when you got let go? Yes. Okay. I see. And, this is not a happy you, memory, and, and I and, and I, you did not know. You did not know at the time. Um, and my ex girlfriend at the time, who was with us, did not know. I did know. Because you got up and went to the bathroom, and I looked at my phone. I did Correct. know before you came back to the table. But but when we met, I was the only one aware of what had happened like an hour and a half earlier. True. See, this is not a happy memory, but no. I, but I'm I mean, it's fine that you the, brought it's it up. Probably one of the more, you know, at least for me. I, I thought like of it. Every, like people ask me, like. So what did they do? Did they let you go on a Friday? Like, no, you know, that's usually, I said, no, I got let go on a Wednesday. It was and a I day go, of significance. Remember, 
Yeah, they're like, oh, you remember, huh? And it's like, yeah, it's pretty hard to forget. Like, yeah. <laughs> just because we were at Significant Wednesday. If it would have happened, you know, if we were not out in a public place when yeah. you and some other people became aware, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was like maybe a Tuesday. I don't know. No, it was just your ex, me, and you, right? That's it. Yep. Yeah. I remember that very clearly because I remember you got up from the table and I have a bad habit of looking at my phone at times. Like if I'm on a date, I wouldn't do that. But significant Wednesday, we're very chill. I mean, sometimes I even make irreverent jokes if if certain people are around. And I remember you got up from the table and I looked at my phone and I don't remember if your ex was at the table with me or not. But I just remember saying, yeah, Eric got let go today. And then you came back to the table, and I'm sure I just said, like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, do you want to be here? Do you want to talk about this? Do you want to go? And it was it was certainly not a happy Wednesday memory, but uh, it happened on a Wednesday. And it is, you're 100% right, the biggest, most substantial, significant Wednesday occurrence. What was what were your memories? <laughs> so I remember the time you big timed me to eat with your neighbors on a significant Wednesday. That's, yes, that's one of my favorites. When you know we always say we're going to keep Wednesday holy, and mm-hmm. we've done a pretty good job of that. I I know I've big timed you a few times over the years, but you've probably big timed me a few times more, which is still not much because since the pandemic, we've ate every Wednesday together. Uh, we're on our longest streak in a while, but once in a while I mean, in like, there. But, but there are certain things that neither of us can really control. No, true, true. Like for, but like for your employment, if yes. you have to go to a, a dinner with hosts or oh, the very higher true. ups at Bonneville, very true. Like I can't tell you, like, hey, you can't do that. Very true, you know? and and that has come and up. That has come up. And at the at the time, yes, I was going through a really really difficult period in my life, and these people who were my neighbors um, wanted to get together. I thought you were still I married. To, I I had to reschedule with them a couple of times. Yeah, I had to reschedule with them a couple of times. Yes, and they have a young daughter, ah. so I had to be flexible to their schedule especially since I had already rescheduled with them once or twice. And then they, so I angled they stuck it on week, a day of I significance. that week to do it like pretty much any other night except for Wednesday. Yeah, it's a, and it's like, a holy day. night for us is Wednesday. Hmm. Yeah. And so I had to punch you. I'm sorry. It's yeah. like, you know, there's just sometimes, you know, life's not fair. I understand. Sometimes life's just not fair. There's been one or two times where, I mean, you're a total catch on the market and— I've gotten erroneous. Uh, no, you are. I've gotten uh, backburnered for a date on a significant Wednesday, and I, I, I'm deciding right now. I'm going to tell you if if that happens again in the next six months, I I believe what only is fair is I will not intrude upon your date as a, a friend of yours and an acquaintance of mine did one time. But yep, I demand to I demand to know the establishment where you are, and I get to come be a fly on the wall. And I will, I will not intrude, but it will still be you and I together at a significant meal, and I'll just sit there by myself. So my friend, who you're referencing, completely called my bluff. Yeah. Because I basically, he brought up the fact that 
he wanted to basically come spy on my date. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I thought there's no possible way that he would do it because number one, he works very early in the morning. So he goes to bed very early in the morning. Yeah. He's and got crazy two, hours. I didn't think his girlfriend would ever go for being dragged along with him to, I think we we're like, Oh, so at Tatum and Shay for a, a date I went on. Mm-hmm. But not only did my friend who shall remain nameless show up at the date he sat at the bar next to the girl I was out with. So can you imagine every time I looked left to talk to her, not only did, was I looking at her, he was looking right at me, but because she had her back to him, she had no idea that he was looking at me. Did you ever did you ever interrupt the date and say, like, no. hey, here's no. what's going on? Like, And no, you, you, I, I, you I did didn't break I, a character or I anything? So, I, was, I was so stunned that he actually showed up i guarantee you if you did that to me on a date that i was on i would not be able to keep a straight face and that poor lady who i would be with would be like why is he laughing at me and i would have to stop the date and say it's not you my moron friend is over your left shoulder and i didn't think he'd show up and he Uh. did and i guarantee you i would not be able to keep a straight face it's not you, it's me. Yeah, I've heard that one before, too. Yes. So, um, I, I do yeah, have another I, memory. I, I can't, here's the thing, Peter. Here's the thing. I can't promise you yes, that Peter. I'm not going to big-time you again for a date. Oh, don't worry. Again, I'll, it, I'll, I'll be coming along. I'll be there. Again, it, it goes back to the fact that some of these women that I date have kids. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, if they have, like, 50-50 custody, you know, I don't have any kids, so I have more flexibility in my schedule at night than they do. So if they said... Hey, I really want to get together. The only night I can really get together is Wednesday. Mm. Sometimes we have to shift significant Wednesday. Well, doesn't I, mean we have to miss it. We just have to postpone it. Well, I well yeah, but till the next Wednesday, so we do not skip necess- it. Not necessarily. Mm. We're not. We're we're eating in house. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So we just get the food, bring it to my house, watch mm. something on TV. Yeah. So, of course, Significant Wednesday, it, the, the true meaning yes. is, you know, to do it on Wednesday. Uh-huh. But some families don't celebrate Christmas on Christmas due to, you know, circumstances out of their control, but they still celebrate the holiday, you know? This is a very intelligent argument you're raising, and I give you one big... <laughs> So uh, it's fair. It's fair. It's very fair. Everything you've said, but but I counter this it. Me, this is me just laying groundwork. I'm just that foundation is now in place. So and when I do have a date on a Wednesday, hmm. I won't have to hear about it from you because we discussed oh, you, it on your podcast. You will hear about it. You you will hear about it. Um, I will tell you to kiss the baby, and we will continue with life. My favorite significant Wednesday memory, and it well may not have been on a Wednesday, but you were there, and I think it was a Wednesday. It was my birthday, and we were at Oregano's. Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't believe I do, but continue. (laughs) So your ex-girlfriend, you, you and her, I think probably mostly her, but you were definitely, you were, your spirit was in it. She had arranged like a surprise birthday party for me because I'd never done like a surprise party. 
Like, it was always just like, okay, you know, yeah, I know I'm going to have a party. Three or four of my friends will be there. I remember I sit down and, like, you two are there. And we're standing—I shouldn't say I sit down. We're standing at Oregano's. And people start showing up. And I'm like, you know, like Gato showed up. And I'm like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. He's like, oh, I'm here for your birthday. And <laughs> Gato's former host showed up, co-host. Do you know where I'm going now? I do know, yes. I Now, now I know where the story is headed. Before we even sat down, the former co-host stormed out of the restaurant on my birthday because he could not stand to stand for, I'm going to say, about 10 minutes. I think that's what that's what I was going to say. I think we waited about 10 minutes to get to you. And it just made me laugh so much that, yeah, he couldn't even make it 10 minutes. On It wasn't like it was his birthday and he had no. any right to be right? you know, insulted or put off. Um, it was my birthday, and I wasn't even mad. It was just like, I was like, wow, that is hilarious. Um, and that is my most memorable, significant Wednesday occurrence, because I'm pretty sure, I think Luke would have been there, and I'm sure he didn't get me anything for my birthday, because he's a jerk. Right. Um, your ex and you both did. Gatos did. Um, the former co-host stormed out and made a production. Um, I don't remember if he got me anything or not, but it was highly entertaining. Um, Vinny was probably there, though I'm not positive he was there. It was just a, a good time. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, that is hilarious that he stormed out on my birthday after all of 10 minutes. And he wasn't even mad at us. He just couldn't take the weight. I guess it's just interesting because if you're going to take not only the time, but you're going to take, you're going to use the gas yeah. and you're going to use the energy to attend something like that. I get it if, like, the wait was, like, an hour and he was starving and he basically said, hey, here's the deal. I'm going to go get something to eat, but I'll come back and hang out at the table. I get it. You know what? You work a long day. You're hungry. But because we only had to wait 10 minutes, he basically wasted that time driving, and then he made a scene, and then he had to leave. And by the time he probably – he probably wasn't home yet, and we had already been set. Correct. So uh, it, it's illogical. But instances like that, I don't believe were really rare with the ex-hosts. I, I mean, this is this was not like an isolated incident. So I think you're accurate on that. Um, and again, the topper, I believe you would say this of me, and I certainly would say it of you. For only children, we really don't make a big deal out of ourselves. We're pretty low maintenance. I I'm yeah. guessing I, I said I think, like I, yeah I think you're I think you're definitely way way low maintenance I, for being a single child I'm guessing I said like hey can we go to Oregano's it's my birthday I definitely didn't expect people to be invited and I definitely didn't expect anybody to bring presents and it's just like you're there on someone else's birthday like that's it couldn't you sack up for like so what if it's twenty or thirty minutes. Like, and if you really have to go because something's come up and you're like, man, I've had to wait 30 minutes. You know, I need to be home to, you know, my wife, this, that, the other. I get it then. 
but it was none of that. It was like a a come in, you know, fester, you know, take right. off and just like a hey, see ya. Like like it was mm-hmm. no big deal. It was very funny. You know, get a little, get a little huffy. Let's be honest, a little yeah, huffy, a little bit, a little a little attitude. True, because you know, like I'm not quite sure why there was an attitude. There was really no need for an attitude. There was a little not. bit of a tood. Yeah, a little bit of a tood. And like you said, I mean, it's it's someone's birthday. Yes. If it was just a, a normal significant Wednesday, yes, and you want to put on the clown show and just leave. You know, I don't even, he didn't even really say goodbye. He just kind of ghosted, right? He said goodbye, but it wasn't like he pulled me aside and said like, hey, I hope you have a great birthday. It was very much just a, all right, I'm out of here. Like, it was a very Costanza-esque <laughs> kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah, well. Um, you know, we cannot, we cannot control the actions of others. We can only control the actions of ourselves. That's very so. true. You know, you and I had a conversation last night when... I was getting ready to hit the driving range, and I try to remind myself of that. I know you try to remind yourself of that. That is very, very true, E. Well well said. Thank you. Is there anything else on your maiden voyage of Out of the Hat related to or not related to Wednesday you would like to dive into? I mean, I, I've really expanded what this podcast does. All of the wings of it. I mean, there's episodes with Jim Huizinga where we talk about his stories. There's episodes where I still get ideas from listeners. There's episodes where I do them on my own and I just ponder random thoughts. There's episodes where I bring guests on, like Jesus Wakefield was on earlier this week before you. Um, I've had former interns on with me. I've had my ex-girlfriend on with me. Uh, Anything else on your mind that you would like to discuss? Um, no, but I do think we two prominent names that were left off the significant Wednesday list. Yes. Would be Rob and Amy Hunter, you know? Like True. True. But so, I, I, so I Johnny Johnson that I even left them off. So Johnny Johnson took that job where he had to work at like an ungodly hour of like three AM and he iced himself out of Significant Wednesday for a number of years. But right. but not our hearts. He he has been a loyal uh, comrade, and I have yep. tried on two occasions to get uh, Yak to do this podcast with me and to talk about her business and promote it. And I'm convinced that will happen, where we will talk some painted porch strategies. And yes, they are great, significant Wednesday editions. But other than that, I got nothing. You know, no nothing. It's been it's been an, it's been a delightful stroll down memory lane with you. Oh, yes. And um, I look forward to having another quarantine significant Wednesday. I can't promise you that that's going to happen this next Wednesday because I could have a date. Uh, Really? You're already already, angling to have a date on this Wednesday? Well, I wouldn't say that. I just, the declaration is now, it's it's now public record, so to speak, Hmm. because we did discuss this over the air on your podcast. So you cannot clown on me if you get a text message that says, hey, so dot, dot, dot. Yeah, but again, I laid out the rule. I get to come on the date, and I will not announce my presence, and I will not be a Weisenheimer and sit right there, but I would would like to attend. And you would have to then give me some kudos because I would be in a restaurant where I have not been for five months. 
See, this this helps me think back to a selfish act of you. You you say that you are the founding father, but I you don't you don't. We are co-founding fathers. You do not True. sit at a higher perch mm. than I do. You think that you do. I do. But we are like we are like the yin and yang. Yes. It's not like it's not like one A and one B. It's just one and one. No, we slayed the queen, and you and I are co-founding <laughs> fathers. This is true. Correct. And, Which is uh, good. That's a good start. But we're not incestuous in any way, even though there are two kings. It's a little odd, but just roll with me. Um, but I believe that much like I am the only one who is allowed to issue demerits, I get to uh, call a few more of the shots. See, it's you're miscast. Hmm. You're just uh, you're just miscast in in your thought process. Hmm. It's selfish. Hmm. It's it, it it's very it's very. Uh, it's just very demeaning. Hmm. I mean, I, I, you know, I, not only did I come up with the concept of, at the time, Big Wednesday, yes. which is now Significant Wednesday, uh-huh. you know, like my fingerprints are all over, are all over this process. True. As are yours. But, but we're in this, you know, together. So you can't like, you can't, you can't issue me a demerit for missing Significant Wednesday because... You and I are like equals. But I believe like the great Hillary Clinton said in her failed 2016 campaign, we're stronger together. And your date would be a better experience if I was there for some moral support. Imagine this. Imagine I am 10 to 15 feet away and I'm just uh, socially distant. Just a fly on the wall, just observing, soaking things in. And you perhaps get up to uh, go to the gentlemen's quarters. And you and I, think about what a great memory this would be. You and I have a mid-significant Wednesday huddle, <laughs> and we think of strategy. At to, the urinal? Uh-huh. At the urinal to improve your date or to, uh, you know, it's like a, a little trip to the pitcher's mound where, you See, know, you could say, uh, you know, this is, this uh, is going well. But, um, you know, I, I, I need some advice. Do I go slider or do I go uh, change no. up? And, so and I would be no. there to tell Here's you. The thing. Yeah, yes. Here's the thing, all right? I'm going to take you into my sports world, and I'm going to use a sports reference okay. to, to discuss basically what you just talked about. Okay, so say, say the Cardinals are playing the Rams, okay? Yeah. And in the last minute of the game, Jared Goff, throws a 90-yard touchdown pass over the top of Patrick Peterson. Oh. The safety does not get over in time. Buda mm. Baker is chasing God knows who down the sidelines. It's a touchdown, okay? Robert In Woods. the olden days, we in the, correct. Yeah. Robert Woods. In the olden days, we would go in to Cliff Kingsbury's press conference, and one of the first, if not the first questions after his opening comments would be, what happened on the touchdown? Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury – because he is a robotic NFL coach in press conferences, like mm-hmm. he should be, yeah. you know what his response would be? I have to look at the film. So there's no need for me to do an in-date analysis with you because I have to look at the film. But imagine if I was there to also rewind the film. But you can't do that during the date. That has to be done later. That has to be done like the next day True, or that but, night. But, or but I you could. Can't, you can't review the film 
during the game. Now, the film has to be reviewed after well, the game. Look, I, I do think we could take a pitcher's visit to the urinal, but I also think, now, look, I'm not saying I should be on all your dates or even a small percentage, just the ones that fall on Wednesdays where I feel I am grandfathered in and I will do you the same right where if I, you know, dip my toe back into the dating world, which I want to, though I'm, I'm not sure how to make that happen, perhaps I'll have you on a nice Zoom call with my uh, with my uh, soon-to-be sweetie, and um, it, it would probably be awkward, but maybe i just have you sit in the room and you could, uh, you know, observe from your own perspective. But I do think it would be valuable for me to perhaps read some body language and to pick up on some uh, un- unspoken love languages and uh, things that could be going on that you, in the heat of battle, may not see, whereas I, perhaps slightly removed from the situation, can pick up on. I don't, I'm going to have to think about only that. On Wednesday, like, only I on would, a Wednesday. And, and you would, know me, I would, I would hate, never embarrass I would hate, you. No, I would hate to get the yips on a oh, date yes, because I knew you were, like, watching me. No, no, no. I wouldn't be watching. I would be observing. But you'd still be there, and it would just be kind of weird. Hmm. That that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not completely eliminating the idea. Yeah. But if I agree to this, it yeah. would have to be an isolated incident. Hmm. Like, if I have three straight Wednesday dates, there's no way I'm going to allow you to sit in on three straight dates of mine. Well, I mean, to be fair, again, you just talked about how we're co-founding fathers. I mean, no good co-founding father would set up three straight Wednesday dates. But again, we can only control what we can control. And if I'm dating a young lady who has some, maybe she works other nights, maybe she has her kids, you know, there are other nights of the week, maybe she's going out of town. If Wednesday is the only opportunity to meet, you know, Wednesday kind of just has to be it. You know, and that's, that's just, again, you know, it's life sometimes just isn't fair. Now, we're in July now. If we happen to hit November and it would be your birthday, I would do you the courtesy on, you know, you know, in and around, you know, your birthday month of not attending those dates because it would be your birthday and I would uh, I would play by your rules. But uh, again, 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 you're talking down to me. uh, You giving me the courtesy. I'm of equal power and ranking of you. Hmm. So we don't we don't talk down to one another. We talk to one another. But I would allow you on my dates on Wednesdays. I might need this in writing. And the, I there was the longest bout of silence on this episode yet, right there. That yeah, was process these things, that you was know? a whole uh, almost four seconds right there of silence. Your good friend, your good friend Candy Sorensen, aka my mother, said. Think before you speak. That's one of the first things she taught me. Hmm. Jim and Jan Banks never had that lesson with me, which is why I uh, got pushed over by a girl once in high school <laughs> and um, routinely got punched out on the golf course. Don't worry. I did my own punching back metaphorically with the scorecard. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, generally I would uh, speak first. And then uh, pick up a big stick afterwards, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I think your mom's advice definitely plays a little more here, but uh, but I would uh, I would just uh, go for the gusto and then uh, yeah, see from there.
Well, and you know me, I've said lots of dumb shit in my life, so I'm not like overly concerned about everything. So, Buddy, I appreciate you coming on the significant Wednesday oral history edition of Out of the Hat. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you for having me. We should uh, we should catch up again soon, and uh, not not too soon on this podcast, but we can uh, we can share some other war stories about some beautiful things. For sure, I'd love to be back. Thank you. You have a tremendous rest of your night. Likewise. Goodbye. There he is, Eric Sorensen, out of the hat. <laughs>